Alrighty, guys, on this week of Benchwarmers Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast, we got a fun episode for you. We talk about the whole Antonio Brown situation, talk about some NBA, you know, rankings again, where Bleacher Report puts them, and we even got some surprise topics like apparently a claim that Daniel Jones has already succeeded. Let's see what we got for you today. Anyways, thanks for listening to the show. So, Josh, you're going to start making noises. I'm going to start with roasting you. How's that sound? So, Josh, you're asleep in bed while Josh Sims is over. I'll already do the podcast. You're upstairs. Then you come down here, and you have the absolute audacity to start showing Carmelo Anthony memes and backing down people. No one cares. No one cares about his relevancy, Josh. Kind of like, you know, how slowly your relevancy obviously is fading. As with Josh Sims, we had about 13 downloads. And with just you last week, we only had three. If I had to choose between Carmelo Anthony or Dwayne Wade to draft for the Nuggets, I would still draft Carmelo Anthony. Okay. I want, so, to, see, I want to see Dwayne Wade bring that team to the Western Conference Finals. So, guys, we got a fun show all planned out for you. The Antonio Brown crisis, though, is where we are starting today. So, I'll go over the story. I'll take my little brush and paint you the picture. Antonio Brown has a, he's a foot injury. Correct me if I'm wrong. Frostbite. Yeah, he, he froze it. It's kind of funny because Madden 19, you know, was run on the fo- Frostbite engine and uh, Antonio Brown was on the cover. Oh, that's some Madden curse stuff right there. But Antonio Brown, he's in some he's in some trouble here. And then he finds out his helmet's banned that he's always used that he claims help him see the ball better. He says he's going to retire if he doesn't, isn't allowed to use his old helmet. It goes to arbitration. The arbitrator says no. Then Antonio Brown tweets this after claiming he's going to retire if his helmet can't be used. Well, I disagree with the arbitrator's decision. I'm working on getting back to full health and looking forward to rejoining my teammates on the field. I'm excited about the season. Appreciate all the concerns about my feet. Hashtag always a fight. Hashtag represent. Hashtag bigger than me. What what happened with Antonio Brown in this helmet? What Do, do you guys even have an opinion on this? And Josh, stop, stop fiddling. <laughs> Come on, relax. I see you playing with boxes and stuff. You're so antsy. I'm going to let you go first. By the, by the way, when he says Josh there, it wasn't me. Right. <laughs> Simmer. Um, I think that after he said he would retire, um, if he didn't play, or the helmet wasn't allowed to be used, I think probably o- Oakland just came over and talked to him and said, like, you signed a contract. You have to play. Like, you can't just choose not to play because your helmet's there. So... That could probably give him a wake-up call. Like, they gave up a lot to get him, including giving him a ginormous contract extension, if I'm wrong, not wrong. They not give, they gave him a giant contract extension, right? Listen. Uh, yeah, he got a big contract. Listen, the helmet's the most important piece of equipment <laughs> oh in football. Of course you're going to sign with Antonio Brown. But Are you signing with Antonio Brown it's, Josh? No, because I wouldn't even say the helmet's the important. Why doesn't he just take the face mask off and make it on a new helmet? Put it on a new helmet. That's what he probably realized, so then he changed his mind like, with the tweet. <laughs> like, I'm no professional football player here. Like, I've never been he a wide receiver. He claims this but new like, helmet could not help him see the ball with the same vision and precision as he could before. I don't understand that. Like, like was it wider? Like, can he not just do that before? Like, did the NFL make a new rule about 
helmets. Well, I mean, obviously, was he using an illegal helmet this whole time? Uh, no, he wasn't using an illegal helmet. It's just he had to switch over. Like, for example, Tom Brady had to switch his helmet last year. Ooh, and he still won. Yeah. That proves he's That's the greatest po- person to ever pick up a football. Okay. But, pretty much, switching a helmet. I, I don't know. This the story is just I'm already, bizarre. You know, I'm just wondering how he got frostbite in the but, middle of August. It was um it was in one of those uh like chambers. Yeah, he was in like a chamber. Like think of Goku in Dragon Ball Z, you know, when he's healing up Josh. It's like those like those like ice steam chambers, I don't know the exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And you know, he goofed up. How soft is he? Any anyways, I'm I'm gonna tell you what, Antonio Brown's a diva. And this story really isn't about a helmet. It's about a man who is out of his mind. <laughs> he can't decide if a helmet's going to make him retire. Then he's just being all nice and saying he slightly disagrees. I think he's kind of gone crazy. I mean, either the money's drove him nuts, leaving Pittsburgh has made him go insane, or maybe he just never really had a mind in the first place. I think he could retire tomorrow. Let's say he just says, if my cleats aren't in my locker perfectly placed by the equipment person... I'm not going to play. I mean, he can just do anything. Just, just don't let this story distract from the fact that I was completely right with my Daniel... What's the Daniel, Daniel Jones? Jones. He, in his first preseason game, he went... Fi- we're going to get there. Five for five. Um, we're we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We got Listen, another diva. I, I am a psychic. We no, got another but, diva, though. I wish I could talk. I wish you guys wouldn't just always talk over me. I'm okay, being suppressed. What do you have to say, Josh? On my own show, I'm being suppressed. What do you yeah. want to say, Josh? Even though I do no work editing... What do you want to do, Josh? What do you want to say? <laughs> See, this is... You know, no, no, I have a theory. I have a theory about call Antonio call Brown. Right? dead radio. That's so what you listen, heard, folks. I just have a moment. But I think Antonio Brown was at a party, had a few too many to drink, and decided, you know what? I'm going to create a scene. If I don't get my helmet, I'm retiring. Decided to tweet that thing out. And then the next day, like the next couple days, realizes, I'm a clown if I do that. And decide, you know what, guys? I'm Mr. Nice Guy now. So what you're saying is there was a there was some regretful decisions that he might have made on Twitter. Ex- exactly. And you know what? Okay, let's the go. Only the only way diva. the only way he can help this out is by having a great season for me in fantasy when I draft him first overall. There's another diva, and his name's Ezekiel Elliott, and he's decided that with two years left on his contract, theoretically three if he gets franchise tagged, he's gonna just sit out. This is what he's saying. I mean. Does Zeke not understand that he has no leverage here? Why does he want to sit out? He wants to sit out because he wants a better contract. Do you know what I mean? Like he wants to yeah. start getting paid now. When the man, he can't stay out of trouble. If he's not doing one thing, he's doing something else. And the Cowboys apparently gave him top five NFL money. That's what they're saying. And he's still rejected and is claiming he wants to hold out. He wants to reset the market. I don't know, guys. Is Zeke worth resetting the market for for running backs? Just Absolutely. sign him, or should you just let him sit? Absolutely not. Let him sit. Let him sit? Let him sit. You have Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. And Randall Cobb, Green Bay legend. Oh, and, I mean, you also <laughs> don't, don't they also have Alfred Morris, if I'm not mistaken? I mean, that's not a bad guy to trot out on the field. I mean, Josh, so you, you think they should just sit him? Just let him be a baby. Don't pay him. Yeah, it's the same thing that ha- this is kind of a similar situation to Le'Veon Bell, but instead of it being a great running back, it's Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know Zeke. I think you could make a good argument at the moment is better than Le'Veon Bell. Some people say he's the best running back in the NFL. Don't say that about the Michigan State legend himself. 
I want to see you be TCU by yourself. With who is his quarterback? I like how Josh talks to me and not into Aaron, the microphone. Aaron, like he can't. Well, there's a fly flying around me, but his quarterback was Aaron Maxwell. Who? Exactly. State? <laughs> so you're talking about Michigan State had, had Maxwell as their quarterback and had Le'Veon Bell. Like, you're trying to make an argument that he elevated them to 6-6, six and six, which is why he's so great. Yes. Okay. He didn't even have an O-line. nothing to do with their nationally prestigious defense. They did have a great defense. Great. Is, they had a really good defense. Didn't he, he was also on the team that beat Stanford for the Rose Bowl, too. Fun. The year before, right? Yeah. I that mean, was that was a good know. season. They also beat an overrated have Boise ever, State that Jake, year. have you ever beat Stanford? I, I haven't beat Stanford, but if we're going to start playing this game, I haven't done a lot of things. I, I have know. actually beat Stanford multiple times. Hey, thank you, John. Oh, okay. NCAA 12 doesn't count. I don't know. So, so know, Josh my... Simmer, what do you think about this Le'Veon Bell situation? Do you, is he worth you mean, resetting you mean, the market you mean, for? You mean Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah, sorry, who did I say? Le'Veon Bell. I know sorry, you, I meant, you have I greatness meant on your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think any pro athlete that refuses to play because they want more money is just a baby. I don't know. I think you're getting paid to, you're getting paid to play a sport for a millions and millions of dollars to play a sport, like. So you're saying fulfill your contract. That's your take on all I'm this. saying don't be a... I can't say that word. Never mind. Um, don't be a... Baby. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's like, I, I have nothing to argue about here. All I'm going to say is this is... If Ezekiel Elliott thinks he's worth this crazy amount of money when he hasn't played a full season, I say, Zeke, throw on some pads and prove it. Then maybe next year do your holdout with some leverage. Because right now he has zero leverage. He can sit on the bench for theoretically this year, next year, and the year after if they franchise tag him, which, and you want it, they should. They shouldn't let him just play for another team and just walk scot-free. So the Elliott situation, I think, if he holds out for three years, we might see maybe the greatest pro athlete hold out for three years and not play right in their prime just because they want more money. And I think that's a darn shame. Well, to be fair, it wouldn't affect his career as much because he's yes, still what's his age 24 25 he's old josh okay what running back at 27 is just as good as they were at 23 but if he's holding out the injuries won't come as like no but your body declines one way or another there's not just name your running back right now at age 27 that's amazing besides i think Le'Veon bell's 27 is there another no, one Le'Veon bell's not 27 you don't think he's that old yet Le'Veon Bell's not 27, Jacob. Yeah, Simmer, you fact-check that. How old Le'Veon Jake, Bell is. you're just talking out of your ass right now. No, I'm pretty sure Elliot is... Sorry, I'm pretty sure Bell is 27, if I'm not you mistaken. Know, you don't even know the difference between apparently Zeke and... <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is, in fact, 27. Yeah, see, Josh? How, wow. I, I knew he was 27. Time flies when you're having a So great is David career. Johnson. Yeah, David Johnson's a good player. But Listen. David Johnson, you know, I wouldn't say he's, like, really that elite, would you? I mean, he's a good running back in fantasy, but I don't see teams just clamoring and begging David Johnson to find a spot on their lineup. All right. Todd Gurley is 25. Yeah, see? Gurley. He has his window, though. Gurley got paid, and I, I wouldn't say Zeke's better than Gurley right now. I mean, Zeke catches a little better than Gurley, but Gurley's a beast. Gurley makes like defensive plan around him and stopping him from running the ball. Yeah. They just let, what's his name? Jared Goff, the most overrated player. Oh, no. Agreed? How overrated is Jared Goff? I'm not I'm not going to agree. I think Jared Goff has a little more to prove, but I think Jared Goff has talent. All right, I have a story. What? Oh, no, we got one more Dallas story, Josh. Oh, okay, I guess I'll just get talked Dak over. Dak Prescott wants $40 million a year. 
forty million dollars a year. I wouldn't even pay him like ten million dollars <laughs> a year. Like, has Dak lost his mind? I'd rather have Jay Cutler than Dak Prescott. Josh, we know you hate Dak Prescott, but I'm actually a Dak Prescott fan. Is am, am I insane here to say forty million is absolutely crazy? Like he'd be not only resetting the market, a massive percent of his salary would all be going towards just the quarterback. Who would he have around him? Just Amari Dak? That little friendship right there? How would he sign his O-line? I mean, do you boys have anything you want to interject into isn't, this, or do you want to move to the NBA stories? I'm just saying, isn't LeBron James making around $40 million a year? Uh, yeah, $40, 45 maybe. Like, is Dak really saying he's the LeBron James of football, where he should be making $40 million? It's funny you bring that up, because, I mean, LeBron's a massive Dallas Cowboy fan. <laughs> so maybe LeBron is in Dak oh. Prescott's ear. Um, his NBA contract, according to Google right now, is $35.6 million. LeBron he wants James. more than LeBron James. Yeah. According to, NBA, according to Google. We're in a crazy world right now. <laughs> Antonio Brown is frostbite. Oh, sorry. He will hit, his with the inflation of his contract, he will hit 41 in the 2021-2022 uh, season. Yeah. LeBron, okay. LeBron makes more off endorsements anyways. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, for like, real. He could just take like a, a lifetime sponsorship with Nike. Honestly, if he wanted to, he could just made like took in a huge pay cut and been able to sign all the stars he wanted. But okay, so just and, to prove how weak he really is. So Dak Prescott wanting forty million. I'm happy I'm not the only one here who thinks that's absolutely insane. But Josh, go over this Bleacher Report. Oh, these records. We all get one opinion on it, okay? Or else the show's gonna go another fifteen yeah, twenty so minutes. Yeah, so this is Bleacher Reports. Um predictions for every team's record so starting at 30 the worst team in the league according to the bleach report will be the cleveland cavaliers with a record of 19 and 63 okay i mean i don't disagree i i don't care about like kevin love needs to get out of there next team um 29 is the new york knicks at 20 and 62 josh how do you feel about that's a disgrace you don't think you think they're gonna win more i think they can win more i don't see an issue with that as long as rj's healthy Alrighty, who's next? A team that I already think is two spots too high, the Charlotte Hornets at twenty-two and sixty. Yeah, yeah, you wanna know what? Charlotte's gonna go on little streaks here and there, but they're tanking. I'm, so yeah, that is no. A I'm, high. I'm pretty sure their best players, Terry Rozier, I think. It Terry Rozier's their best player, and they're Drop. putting them over the Knicks. Yeah, I, I, I unless Terry Rozier turns into what he was in the playoffs think in the Celtics two years schedule. ago every game. But Josh, I think it's strength of the schedule. They're both in the same conference. Yeah. No, 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 not conference, division. You play your division a little more than your actual Actually, yeah, the Knicks have a way stronger division. Exactly. So, like, that's I think fair. that's a little like, factor. I think every other team in the Knicks division is a playoff team. Not the Bulls. Not the Bulls. The Bulls are the a Knicks, The Knicks team. aren't in the Bulls division. Are they not? Are they with the, the Knicks Raptors? are with the Raptors, and Nets, Celtics, yeah. 76ers. Yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. beat the Raptors. Really? So, oh, right. The Bulls are over. I Bulls just, are in, I think, central. The Bulls are rivals with the Knicks. That's why I'm getting all mixed up here. All right. right. Anyways. Uh, next, we have the Memphis Grizzlies with a record of 28 and 54. Yeah. I mean, they traded for the future, so they're definitely not going to. They're going to be a lottery team. I don't care. Um, okay. Uh, I'll just go with the next couple, the next two. Um, Phoenix Suns is at 26 with 29 and 53. And the Washington Wizards are at 25 with 30 and 52. I'm liking the Wizards this year. They're the 25th team in the league. I have to hear the teams above them first. Well, 24 is Atlanta with 33 and 49. Atlanta's got a nice young core. They do. I would. They they did really good in the draft. It's all about about Isaiah Thomas if you can 
if he can like come back to a at least like decent enough level to play oh. with Bradley Beal. But if he can't play, then the Wizards will have the same year they had last it, year. It does say here for the Hawks, not the Wizards, that if their young core can mature fast and come together, they think their ceiling could be close to a fifty record, five hundred record. Yeah. I thought for a minute you meant like I fifty am, wins. Sorry, I know, sorry, they, yeah, that'd be I, crazy. I know, I, that was my five hundred. That'd be good for them. Um, I, they I should just know. tank another year. This is, this, I find this one really ironic just because of the number. At number twenty three is the Chicago Bulls okay, at thirty six and forty six. Okay. I mean, I'd say I think they win a few more games. Maybe I, a fringe team, but I don't know. That's uh, probably right. I think honestly, I think the Bulls can go over five hundred this year with the team they have. They have a weaker division. But what's going to happen is Levine's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get hurt, and the Bulls are going to just have a negative snowball because that's what they just do. Yeah, but we're not just like we're not saying injuries like in a factory. We're just saying like on paper. Yeah, I don't know. I I think you got to factor Lowry's, a little bit. Lowry's going to be. Very good. It doesn't matter. Let's move, those on. Years Let's move on. Who's next? Okay, uh, sorry t- for giving my opinion. <laughs> no, you're going on about Lowry when it's about the Bulls. Lowry marketing. Lowry marketing. Why are you saying Lowry? It's a Lowry. You know, it's like a Lowry. Lo- it's not know. Lowry market. It's Lorny You know, Markinen. me and him are on first name basis, you know? Yeah, so you're calling this man Lowry Okay, Markinen. so at number 22, we have the Detroit Pistons at 38 and 44. Okay. I don't care about the Detroit. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I care about uh, Derek there. Rose and what's his name? Cole Beasley's back. Who's his name? Not Cole Beasley. Beasley. He's back. Michael on. Beasley. Yeah, Michael, Michael Beasley. Sorry. Michael Beasley just signed with the I like Nets. how you talked about that before Andre Drummond and Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. No, yeah. those are Michael the Beasley no, is those the, are the Michael two Be- additions. That's, That's true. why I'm trying to Michael say Michael Beasley it. is the greatest number two overall pick in the world. Okay, next. Um, at number 21, we have the New Orleans Pelicans with 39 and 43. I think that's generous. That is very generous. I mean, when Zion plays the Raptors in the opening night, and you know, it absolutely exposes. Ooh, drop my phone. Absolutely exposes no, whatever Siakam's going to cook him. He's going to get injured at half. Listen, I'm all right. It. I'm calling it. Are you saying you, this is an inside job here where you are making, telling Siakam to injure. I'm Zion not. No, Williamson. no. Siakam, that could be Siakam, some drama right there. Siakam will not injure Zion Williamson. The reason Zion's going to get injured is because he's 285 pounds right. jumping out of the roof and he's going to land okay, off. Okay, we don't need to hear about your little conspiracies. I'm not, it's not like Next. Okay, so we have two teams tied for 18th. Okay. That's the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder with a record of. Oh, and the Sacramento Kings. Sorry, three teams with a record of 40 and 42. I, I think OKC loses a little more than that. I think Sacramento's being undervalued there. If you're saying they can't win 500 games, the only reason. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, like go 500. Go 500, my guy. I mean, I've said some dumb Um, things tonight. The only reason Chris Paul is, I mean, the reason OKC is that high because they say because it sounds like Chris Paul will like play at least the start of the season there. I think Chris Paul needs to go. Chris Paul just needs to understand he's not winning a ring. He's a locker room issue. Unless he wants to, unless he wants to like buy out his contract and then go somewhere for a cheaper deal. You know. I, I'd be all in for a Chris Paul to the Lakers, but that's yeah. just me. You know, Chris and Paul, the budget would not work. Yeah, it would. He's he making, could, he's making so like forty-eight million. So you're saying if he gets bought out and all this other stuff, and he gets oh, if he's bought bet, out, then yes. Yeah, he gets a so yeah, bought minimum. out. No, but no, right now he will not. But okay. like he's making forty. I'm not talking millions. about the Lakers till we get there. Who's next? Uh, after that, we have a tie for sixteenth with the Orlando Magic and the Toronto Raptors at forty-two and forty. Yeah, they're probably right. I mean, I don't know. The Magic the Magic are weird. They could well, win a little more this year. The Raptors are a really good regular season team. That's what I was thinking. Their role players are all pretty terrible playoff players. So 
But like I can, I don't see them missing the playoffs this year. I can see Raptors going on a run though. Maybe That's getting like mean. a three or two like, seed in the regular like, season. Like, yeah, they have all these players. They I think they'll, I think they'll make the th- the three seed. No, like every player on their team works hard. Go. I hate talking about the Raptors like this, but I mean Nick Nurse is a fine coach. Ah, uh, that's not saying. That's I not mean, he, he did win a championship. He called a box year. and one no. in the NBA Finals. Why call, call a box and one? Terrible against um, the Golden State Warriors. It worked. It worked because Clay Thompson got hurt. It was in game one. He he called it in. Yeah, anyways. Let's try to forget that moment. Okay, yeah. uh, tied at 13 is Brooklyn and Miami and San Antonio. Anyways. With a record of 33 I, and 30, oh no, 43 and 39. San Antonio is kind of like this fly just buzzing around us right now. Like, I don't understand why they have... I don't think San Antonio is going to be that good. Because I can see them training DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge before the end of the season. Because they've there are trade talks for both. You guys of them. all know how much I hate Lamarcus Aldridge, but I don't. But I like Lamarcus Aldridge. I, I think he's pretty trash. I think I he's think paid. he's good, but I don't think I think he's more like a he'd be more like a like a Kevin Love, like a third option on a big championship team. Yeah, Demar's. I think and they DeMar's, should get rid of Demar. Demar's. I can't say anything bad about Demar. Alrighty, so what's the next team? Uh, tied for eleventh. A lot of ties. Tied for eleventh is. Indiana and Dallas with a record of forty four and thirty eight. You wanna know what? You're really I'm happy Dallas got the wins here. I think Dallas thing is I think they're I think they're giving too much hype to Porzingis. Well also yeah, Porzingis hasn't played in a year and a half. He hasn't played since before the All Star game two seasons ago. And he's never played a game with Luka Doncic. So we don't know how they're gonna gel. It's gonna take a while. They're both young players. I'm gonna tell you how they're gonna gel very nicely, I think. Well, I think the they will too, but you is, can't. The potential is definitely 44 and 38. Doncic is only getting better. Can we agree? Oh, yeah. Well, he did. Have, I think he'll need to get better because he had a slower He had a slower second half of the season. He wasn't wow. putting up. He, sorry, he was slightly Well, worse. no, compared, well, if you look at what he did in the first half of the season and then the second half. Like, I a... personally didn't hear anything about him after the All-Star break, really. Well, I don't think you're paying attention then because Doncic, I think, was... I, I, his production was still pretty solid. Sure, I let mean, me rephrase it. I heard, I heard more about Trey Young. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about Trey Young, but I mean, I, I think look at Doncic, and you see his body of work, and you see the potential. It, he's only getting better. Oh, I do, I think he's only getting better. It's just he. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, at number ten, we have Portland with a record of forty-five and thirty-seven. I think that's generous. I really. I think it's. I think they normally have a good regular. Oh, They've been God. the three seed the you past two seasons. You guys aren't jumping on this white side bandwagon, are you? I'm not. No. But I'm saying that with the team they had, they've made the third seed, I think, two years in a row now. And and the, say what you want about them. They got better. Did they get better? I think they got better. Who who they traded Miami? What was that trade? It was white side. It was for... Leonard and... Miles Leonard and... Uh, I don't even know. So anyways, let me put it this way. I don't think white side is... Really that great? I I don't see. I how... think he's better than Miles Leonard. But but is he? Yeah. Is he not just an overrated shot blocker? Because that's what I see him as. I see him as a a solid double double game. Yeah. Uh, Miles Leonard puts up like one three and two rebounds and maybe a block. When Portland goes on a little bit of a decline this year, people are going to understand that they also got they should have went all in. They well, should have did something. They crazy. got a steal in the draft too. Whiteside they got a projected top ten pick with twenty five. Listen, last that is year, true. no, no, no. Listen, last year Whiteside's production went a lot more down because the Miami Heat started playing this fast paced basketball and started playing Bam more than him. 
So As we have to see, have. but we have to see what Whiteside can do with good minutes because his field goal percentage isn't terrible. His efficiency is not bad. He's a big body to put setting screens for Damian Lillard. Alrighty, who's next? All right, um, number nine we have Boston with a record of fifty and thirty-two. Yeah, I'm not gonna disagree. Boston's gonna be good. Yeah, I'll have to see who they put above him because I do like Boston this year, but. Okay, who's next? We have tied for seventh, Utah Jazz and Golden State Warriors, 51 and 31. I think that's a little disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. To both teams. Just, oh, no. Utah's in the right spot. What What do you mean? But Golden State. I think Utah gets more wins than Golden State. Than Golden State. Yeah, I think they get more wins than Golden State because Golden State's going to have to find themselves a little bit. They're going to have to kind of discover who they are in this post-Kevin Durant era. And I know they've already done it, but I mean, it's going to take some time. I don't know. They swept Portland. Yeah, they didn't have... but there's no clay. They're going to have to learn to play with D'Angelo. We're going to see how these well, role players play without Durant. They also lost a lot of their like their like bench players who have been there for their, all their years. Like, they lost Sean Livingston. They lost... Um, who else did they lose? I can't think. I just remember Sean Livingston. Oh, Andre Iguodala. Yeah, Iguodala uh, was it. Well, he was just taking up cap he's space. He's glue. Though. I think. I think they're solid for them. They won them game too. Their rookie this year, I think, is going to have a good season, and he's going to be a good shooter off the bench. Oh, they even lost uh, the little guy who's oh, on the Quinn court. Cook. Yeah, Quinn Cook. Cook. I don't know why I almost called him uh, another player's name, but uh, yeah, Quinn Cook. I mean, they lost him too. So, they, Josh, I think they got some. They got to find themselves. They still do have Steph Curry, Draymond Green. D'Lo and I, D'Lo. I like, agree. They're very talented. I think Draymond Green is going to have a great season this year. Wow. And water also, you know, is wet. No, like I think his num- No, no, no. Just comparing I think Draymond numbers- Green will have a break with season and average 13 points a game. Okay. Well, you want to know what? I'm tired of these Draymond Green I hate when you disrespect Draymond Green. You know, I hate when you disrespect Lowry. Okay. Are just- you comparing Lowry to Draymond Green? <laughs> yes. I'm, I want to apologize. To wow. Just, just, just I'm because sorry of our you have arguments. To hear this. Wow. Just because of our arguments. You, okay, you shouldn't even talk next? about basketball anymore. Who's next? Tied for fifth. You should be banned it's... from every NBA game. You should go back upstairs and nap. Okay. I you wish so I didn't relax. have to hear this. Um, tied for fifth, we have the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Clippers with a record of fifty-two and thirty. I think the Clippers get the best record in the NBA. No, I think Kawhi is going to. Sit out a bunch of games. Paul George will probably miss a couple games. They'll take a bit to glue together. But they have such a solid team already. Oh, for sure they do. But Clippers get the best record in basketball. But no, Done. no, no. Without Kawhi, so they really think the Sixers are gonna have a better record than the Clippers? I think that's a little yes, ridiculous. They do. The Clippers oh, are just, in the just, Western just, Conference as well. Okay, who's next? The Sixers. We have a three-way tie for second. Oh goodness. We have the Denver Nuggets, okay. the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. With a record of fifty-three and twenty-nine, and that leaves at number one the Philadelphia 76ers with a record of fifty-five and twenty-seven. Oh, oh, oh! It's about time. Sorry, that's Bleacher Report. That is Bleacher Report. Thank you, Bleacher Report. When the 76ers lose their opening night to Boston, listen, I think people are they're gonna start seeing it my way. See, the 76ers just they can't win a title. They really. I am agreeing with you. you know, I don't think they. I'm completely happy with this list, except for they put New York about like 29 spots too low on this list. Oh my god! But besides that, and I can't talk about basketball. Besides that, 
I think this was a good list. Like, Clippers maybe a bit too high up or low. Would you say low? Like, I would say low. I'd say low there, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just woke up from a nap. But <laughs> Clippers a little low. Golden State maybe a little low because Golden State will still win a lot of games. They are in the Western Conference, though. That's true. But... Yeah, the Sixers are going to have the easiest schedule of all like of the top five teams. Them well, Milwaukee's the in the East too. Them are the Bucks, but I think they have more firepower than the Bucks. They have more star power. I just don't know. Um, the Bucks have the advantage of already playing with that core, so they already have that. I uh, think that gel. Yeah. A lot of their, like they um the was it the Sixers are adding a bunch of new players. Listen, this is going to come down to this. Who will end up having a better like if who develop more this season? Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, or Giannis, because if Giannis comes out there and he can hit threes very consistent, they may win it all. I, I can see them going for it all, and Giannis having his run. I think you're underestimating Chris Middleton a little bit, though. I think Chris Middleton he wasn't all star. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, but Chris Middleton will go out there and he's very consistent. I think he has like because he will be the hands down second scoring option this year. You know, I'll tell you I what think, Middleton I is. think I think he has a chance to average close to twenty points a game. Guys, he averaged twenty points a game this year. Did he? I thought nice. he did, I thought he didn't have you know, guys, have you guys ever played Stratego? No. no. Yeah, you have, Josh. Oh yeah, I, actually I have. You wanna know what? Middleton Stratego is like a number seven. Yeah, like, he can take out and he can do some work against the lower, you know, the weaker defenders. He can do work against the weaker Stratego pieces. You have the worst analogies you put, ever. But you put, like, a good player I don't understand a word he's saying right now. But I'm just telling you, he's kind of like a number seven in Stratego. And Giannis is like a ten. That's all. Okay, I'm... Uh, Moving on. That okay. was the worst analogy I've ever heard. Well, all the Stratego people who listen definitely I hate just how jump out I, of their seats. You know, I hate how I didn't catch <laughs> the talk. three people. One you got that reference. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you walk around and we say Stratego, like maybe one guy goes, Aha, I played that game when I was like seven years old, but... Um, <laughs> you know, I'm mad I didn't get to say my football story, but it's all right. What football story do you want to say? I was just going to talk about Alex Montgomery. Oh, you want to talk about... Montgomery. On the Bears? Yeah. Why don't you talk about their kicking battle between um, Elliot Fry and uh, Petrino? I really want Elliot Fry to get it. Jacob sold me on this South Carolina guy. <laughs> he's so likable. What do you mean he's so likable? Just like I sold you on Daniel Jones. He's so much charisma, you know. Yeah, that's true. Let's talk about Daniel Jones. That's Josh. I'm sorry. My, My prediction cool, but... was correct. No, it wasn't. It was. It's getting. I'll tell there. you why. It's getting there. I'll tell you why. Why? Let's see him doing the regular season. In fact, let's see what he does next week. Actually, yeah, it was preseason against like Josh. I, I did against say second string I, I defenders. It wouldn't. It wouldn't kick in until week seven. Simmer. And that was the prediction. Simmer. Let me explain something about football. Football at times, guys get hot. Guys get cold. I, I understand that. Guys, it's the preseason. He was going against second stringers. I could throw against those guys. No, you couldn't. All I'm saying here wow. is this. Let's the, the analysts who are now all of a sudden proclaiming Daniel Jones as this messiah, I think they need to take a step back. And the people who hate Daniel Jones saying that he beat second stringers, I think they need to just be patient because they might be right. You know what? Um, just trust me. I Josh, I hope Daniel Jones works out. He's, a, he's an interesting player. But, guys, that's all the time we have this week. Let's do some closing remarks. Simmer, what do you want to say? Um, Daniel Jones will be the next Tom Brady. Okay. 
Oh, I just want someone to sign Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Josh is like, well, Team USA yeah. won't sign him. No one will. I just, I just, I just want Melo back <laughs> in the just, league. We just love to sit in. Players like all over the league are ref- are like dropping out and withdrawing from Team USA. Melo, the only like All Star, like, all, previous All Star player that has played for them, like and won four medals of them, gets rejected yeah, by is, them. It is terribly disrespectful to a Hall of Famer. You know, I see it as almost like Melo. He sees like this girl, you know, in the halls of high school. He, okay, he sees this All girl right, at that's the high enough school. Time for the and day. He gets rejected by her, and now his just ego is absolutely deflated. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like he gets rejected by the girl right now. I you think know, this affects Mello in the long I run. I feel I feel bad for Mello. All right, this is a great player. You know, if Bleacher Report can make like Gridiron Heights, why can't I make Mello Heights? Mello's in high school, gets rejected by the girl. He's now heartbroken. He doesn't you, know what to do with his life. You are the stupidest person I've ever heard talk. <laughs> just every talk. I'm going to make one final prediction yeah. for the NBA season. Carmelo Anthony will sign an NBA contract. He will sign. With the Raptors 905. He'd be lucky if the 905 <laughs> took him. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's enough for this. God bless, praise Christ, and take that care. Night. You just listened to Ben Tormer's Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you listen again. Until then, God bless, praise Christ, and thank you for listening to the show.